This is Bang Your Bookie's Wife. The sports gambling podcast that only plays for all the Tostitos. Uh, that phrase, of course, coined by the immortal Brent Musburger, America's favorite creep and degenerate. Uh, we're going to be giving some special love on this podcast to the much underloved sponsors of the bowl season, the real heroes. Uh, but before we do that, we got uh, some big rubbers for you. Uh, Rayman, why do you call it big rubber? Because I'm back, Joe, from my R&R at 20 and 23, and I'm hot again. Back to my normal self and out of the freezer. So to round out this weird year, I'm going to give you something special, something a little different. And that's a big old teaser. Rain money, baby. Lock of the week. Let's go. How was it bad? I I gotta say, everything about that wasn't bad except for being that proud of being 28 and 23 on the season, but that's okay. Uh, It's about uh, about growth, And a lock of the week being a teaser. That's also very bad. (laughs) uh, uh, Who is your lock of the week slash teaser, you fraud? Faves. Clemson to win the game, Alabama minus uh, 12 and a half, I believe. We're doing a seven-point teaser. That's minus 130 or minus 25, depending on your book. Okay, sure. Uh, Capper, on the other end, uh, he's not big on the gimmicks. I bet he's just going to give us a pick here. Who's your bigger ever? We're going straight. We're going straight up against the spread. I'll take Ohio State plus seven and a half for my big rubber. Whoa! No! The number eleven team in the country, eh? Please, please don't watch safety. It fucking sucks. Listen, man, it's the real coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd, like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch. We will ban your bookies, wife. Step your game up. Stop being a slap dick. Make today a great day. This is Bang Your Bookie's Wife, the sports gambling podcast, giving a shout out to all the boyos out there. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're safe. Uh, it is bowl season. We're really excited over here, and we got we got a full we got the full crowd again. We got uh, Rayman Capper, of course. We're also joined by uh, Prop Bet Pete, and of course, what, what what would we do without Coach here on the podcast talking some bowl games? Coach, what do you think? We're, we we talked through some stinkers last week. We thought they were stinkers. You know they were good teams, but what do you think of the slate we got coming up? Oh, really excited about this slate. We got some really good football teams on film to to study. Um, but also, I, I haven't decided yet if I'm going to be sitting out the rest of this podcast at halftime like Tylen Wallace on Oklahoma State tonight <laughs> for, 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 for non-medical reasons. Now he gets, he gets that year of eligibility back. You can't discount that. I'm just glad to hear you're in good health. We respect you so much. When you are ready, please just uh, show us an iPhone note, and we will d- respect your decision. Um <laughs> Let's, uh, but enough of us are, you know what, let's just get right to it. We're going to start at the top with the games that matter, the college football playoff. uh, And, you know, quote unquote matter, I suppose, because we have uh, two pretty wide spreads here. We're going to start with uh, the Rose Bowl. Uh, It is uh, Bama minus 19 and a half versus Notre Dame. It's being played in the Rose Bowl. It's taking place at AT AT&T Stadium in Dallas, of course. Uh, And in this game uh, right now, we have uh, Rain Man and Prop Bet are on Bama. Uh, Capper likes the points. Uh, Coach, which way do you go? I'm leaning Bama in this one. 
He, so we got Roll coaches tide. on Bama as well. So I'll let I'll let Capper. You can start off and Roll give tide. me your case for for the points on Notre Dame here. Why do you like the points? Because, oof. Um, I I don't have a whole lot of reasons on paper to like Notre Dame. <laughs> the numbers don't grade out. Uh, the numbers do not no grade kidding. out. The film doesn't really grade out. But this, gosh, I don't know. I, fool me once, shame on. Are you gonna flip? You fool me twice, shame on. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me. Not very excited to be taking those nineteen and a half with Notre Dame. Fool me, fool me seventeen times, and you're Notre Dame in the college football playoff. So. Um, this is the do of dues. They are ready to go. Honestly, I think it's the best coaching job that Kelly's done at Notre Dame, uh, since he's been there. Obviously he's got great coordinators, um, a senior leader, quarterback, great running game. I think it's just too many points. I, I, I don't know. Obviously they make the line 20 points because you want to take Notre Dame here, but I'll, I'll I think Tapper people have soured on them. Vegas cannot make this number high enough. Yeah. I, yeah. but I just, <laughs> I think. If it if it's too many points, what like what's the final score in your eyes? I kind of yeah. I kind of think Notre Dame can put up enough points to to cover this spread. I just like I think people soured on them so much after that Clemson game that um, that's why this line is what it is. Instead of the other end of it, where they play Clemson really close and then it's twenty points, like that's huge. And my, then you say, oh well, Bama's just way better than than them, obviously. This but makes no sense because you're also uh, catching Alabama on a short game against Florida. Uh, I think so I think ways. final I think final score is probably like a fifty-one thirty-six here, thirty-seven. Uh, that seems like I guess I kind of look at it, I think uh, it's perhaps Saban maybe thinks uh, Devonte Smith is a little too high on his horse. He decides to run the ball a lot. Notre Dame grinds the ball a lot too. You end up with uh, like a twenty-one ten game that Bama at, wins. Bama's defense, like, like I know it graded out really well over an entire course of the season, but like they had some moments where they just could not get stops on defense. So I. Like obviously you can't really stop that offense, but I think a caliber offense of Notre Dame's with Ian Book at the helm, um, great running running game. Obviously, um, I think that they'll be able to eat up enough clock, score enough points to keep this one within twenty. It's, it's just okay, too many. Well, Rayman, I know you you have some thought. You clearly think this is. I a got vote. thoughts. Yeah. Um, well, so one, what I will say is we saw exactly what happened with Notre Dame when they played a real defense last week in Clemson, and Ian Book held the ball too long as we said he was going to. And basically, that offense just sputtered along until the fourth quarter when they put in some garbage time points. They, that was a three-point offense against Clemson. I think they'll be a little bit better against Bama. I think the score is probably more like 42-17. But Bama hasn't not covered this number since week four of this uh, college football season. So I don't think Notre Dame's that good. I don't I also, I also don't have Notre Dame in my top 11. Uh, neither does F+. Plus. Are they 12? And, and I agree with that. Listen to this. Who it's not, they're not in the Rain Man top 11? Are you kidding? They're, they're actually nine. So Bama 1, Clemson 2, Ohio State 3, BYU 4, who says no, Oklahoma 5, Florida 6, Cincinnati 7, Georgia 8, and then Notre Dame at 9. No Bama Coastal? Beat, beat these teams by 20, like other than Florida, obviously. No Coastal? Uh, no, not according to F+. Plus. I probably have them ahead of Notre Dame. But I just think they had the most fraudulent record. Oh, yeah, they beat Clemson. Who cares? Look what happens when they actually played Clemson. But some fun stats. Alabama has the number one ranked pass offense in the country. Notre Dame 
Notre Dame has the 43rd ranked pass defense. That is a huge mismatch. Alabama has the 8th best running offense. Notre Dame has the 13th best running defense. That looks close, but if you go a step further and you look at success rate on 3rd down and getting the number on 3rd and 4th down, Alabama's 5th, Notre Dame is 42nd on defense. I don't think Notre Dame will be able to keep it close. I think Alabama is the way better football team. Yeah, I'm with you, Ray, man. I uh, I agree with that analysis. I I'm just not sure. You know, Capper mentioned uh, the run game's going to get going, but what happens? Uh, what happens when it's fourteen nothing six minutes into the game? That run game won't be doing much. I'm also not sure. Um, I, Are we sure the run game runs clock here when they're getting six seven yards of carry? Uh, it's not even going to run. No, clock. no, I, I don't mean... think they run clock. I I think they can run the football against Alabama though. I think Clemson is at full strength hands down the best defense in the country so i think you kind of throw that game out as an anomaly um clemson exerted their will <laughs> okay. on defense and i think notre dame can just score enough points here to cover 20 like i as long I mean, as you don't pay attention to their results notre dame seems to have a plausible chance uh, as long as you don't pay attention to their yeah, results if you this ignore year their or big game, sure. i i will say i do I, like capper's point that i, I do know. think they, this is one of brian kelly's best coaching jobs i think that is a fair point i think this is one of notre dame's better looking coach teams okay and how has brian kelly fa- fared in his last two big games at notre dame they they've Horribly. been in they've uh, scored and two against the spread oh and two straight up they're oh and six in the last two decades in big bowl games against the number and straight up. There's no reason to think that'll be different. This, I, I'm this also time. not sure Ian Book, uh, with Saban having all his time to prepare, will be able to read defenses and make throws. I, I just, you guys have all hit right. on it. You guys have hit on it. He, he just I think we, get the ball covered, out of his hands. I think we've covered uh, our stances. And further, I will say the, the picks on all of these games are going to be tracked. Uh, next week, at the end of our national championship preview, we will be bringing back our... Uh, pepper challenge by popular request where uh the, the will have to challenge. eat hot peppers on air while answering uh, trivia questions of a topic of our choice it's uh i, I think I, it's a great bit i i will i will no, finish talking it. no anaheim I, i'll finish it with this question what do you make the spread um before that notre dame clemson game in a potential notre dame bama matchup which i think was probably projected by most places assuming clemson wins that game half. No I still shot. make it 20. 20. Uh, yeah, for sure 20. I think no 15. way you do. I think 15. You, you, yeah, it's, I think it's 14 to 17. Especially before Bama in the Florida game where Florida kind of like tacked it on no. late where Bama was in control that game. You definitely had that spread at close to 20 with the idea and with the pass of Notre Dame just consistently no showing in big spots. You, uh, you don't. I do. They did play the game though, Capper. That's uh, that's their one. That's the one thing you can say about them is they, they haven't performed well in these games so i mean it could it could easily happen again but i don't know it just that line seems like too many to quote the coach that is why the games are played inside the tv screens um <laughs> let's uh, well said, Joe move on next to uh the the sugar bowl we got uh clemson minus seven and a half versus ohio state rematch of last year's absolute classic dabo who is the uh, one great storyline course is dabo being a shit and voting ohio state 11th in the coaches poll which is pretty fucking funny and like doubling down dabo is just in dabo i think in at least in his uh mind is at fuck you money level and i and, and right at this point it's sort of enjoyable so in this one we his got list wasn't terrible Rain Man likes uh, Clemson, uh, and then uh, Capper and Prop on our Ohio, on our Ohio State. Uh, Coach, who's your pick here? Um, I'm going to take Clemson in this one. 
Okay, wow. so we got a okay. uh, two to two here. So I'll let uh, Rainman and Coach, you can state your case first for Clemson. Uh, yeah, so my case is pretty simple. Uh, Ohio State, I do not think that they are a top four team. Uh, if you actually look at their record, who they played, and how much they won by, not a great showing. 22 to 10 against Northwestern looks okay as a final result, but they were trailing in the second half, and that was a really close game. Their best win is a 42 35 win against Indiana. They didn't blow out Rutgers or Penn State. I don't think this team's very good. Fields in his two hardest opponents has thrown five interceptions three against indiana two against northwestern last week he was 12 for 27 with no touchdowns and two picks that's not getting it done he's taken a major step backwards at the back half of this season and he's just not gonna be ready for this clemson defense i i think clemson big i'm also not sure i'm also not sure fields is healthy he, he was banged up late in that big 10 championship game um, a little tough to read Ohio State because uh, they were down so many players in that game. So it's tough to draw too many conclusions from that game. But one thing that I am pretty certain that I um, that I now were they see, down people in their secondary, which is going to be the worst unit on the uh, field. Their secondary is a mess. And uh, what I would say is that I know one thing for sure is that Clemson with Trevor Lawrence and a healthy defense is just a safer safer position to be on. Uh, I, I think this Clemson team. Uh, we'll get it done. I think Dabo knows that they're the superior team. I think that's why you you sort of get this rhetoric coming from his camp. Uh, I think they'll win this game fairly easy um, to set up a, a rematch with Alabama. All right. Uh, Propet and, and uh, Cap, you're on the other side. Yeah, I just I, – I don't see it that way. Um, Justin Fields got to go against this defense last year. And so he's got the experience. They played Clemson. That was a game they actually probably should have won. Absolutely. Um, and, and I honestly, when it comes to Dabo putting Ohio State 11th, you understand why he did it. But Ohio State didn't have to win their games pretty. And, and, and when it comes to Ohio State, um, I think they're going to come into the big moment here and they're going to finally have somebody that matches the caliber that they are. And they're going to persevere. I actually – probably take a high state money line um but i'm definitely going to take the plus seven i'm getting plus seven and a half now also seeing it's early but 60 percent on clemson it's opened up at eight and a half we got a little bit of rlm it's early um but i also love trey sermon i think he'll actually be able to run the ball uh on this clemson defense eat some clock and keep trevor lawrence (laughs) off the field i'm going to catch that receipt next week also uh, (laughs) twirling your hair sally field no i this this one this one goes much deeper than the um, than the box scores goes much deeper than the numbers. This is the ultimate press clippings game. Dabo Swinney comes out, ranks Ohio State 11th in the country, despite the fact that anyone with a brain, a functioning brain, and I'm not sure Dabo has one at this point anymore. Um, he might have COVID mush brain at this point, but he's got a functioning heart. Can is see that offic- is that a call? Can see that Ohio State is clearly one of the top five teams in the country, but definitely one of the top. His reasoning Ten. was games played. It doesn't matter what his reasoning is. I'll give him the I'll give him the rock showdown right here. How you doing? Um, Justin <laughs> Fields. All Justin Fields has done this season is watch his draft stock plummet. Now he's ranked below Zach Wilson in most mock drafts coming up in April. Um, most teams are deciding to write him off as a pro prospect already. Um, that's another press clipping. We'll add it to the list. And then we get the hook. We get a lot of disrespect on Ohio State's side. A well-coached team, Ryan Day, will have those guys ready to go. 
Um, they're just too good to lay seven and a half points to anybody in the country. If it's Clemson, Alabama, I don't care who it is. If I'm getting over a touchdown here, it's take. I'm taking it every time. Might I, be I don't buy the Clemson. press clippings or motivation element in a semi uh, semifinal. Everyone's motivated here. Well, of course they are. But you don't need to add more I, motivation to a team well, of Ohio State's caliber. Well, I, I mean, know the secondary. I know the secondary struggled, but that offense will will get humming against this Clemson defense. Like they will put up points against them. Um, so it should be a fun one. I think it's going to be a shootout. Well, let me ask you this though. <laughs> shootout. Let me ask you this: I think is it anybody is. is anybody dancing at midfield on the other team's logo? Because that's really the only way to motivate teams now in the NFL. So. That's true. I'm gonna be waiting. I'm gonna be waiting until right before the game to see who dances on. I believe it'll be a corporate sponsor logo, but whoever happens, if someone lays down a sort of logo and then dances on top of it, which is always in play in the TikTok grammar generation, you know. Could you imagine somebody? Could you imagine somebody dancing on the Duke's Mayo logo at midfield? I mean, come on. I can't. I don't even. I can't. I shudder at the thought, Coach. Exactly. Well said. Uh. So. Let's get last word here on the Sugar Bowl. I will say you've got to really like that total opening up at 64.5, already up to 66, despite the majority of bets being on that over. Tells me tells me offense will be on display here, and Justin Fields will come to play, and he ain't going to play like he played against Northwestern. That's a fact. People are, people are saying his hand, his hand is hurt, he but he's got weeks to get it healthy. He'll be fine. Ohio State, you are what you show on film. All Ohio State is shown this year is their team that's going to get boat raced by Clemson. I think that's going to be an absolute blowout. Hey, Capper. Uh, Capper. OH. Let's. Uh, I'm not going to do don't, it. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> stop. I'm deferring. Hey, Brooklyn's the big rubber, the teaser. You can get Clemson to win the game. Alabama uh, takes seven off 19 and a half, 12 and a half, so you get that 13-point hook. I love this teaser. I usually hate college football teasers, but I think it really makes sense in this spot to lower your number for Bama yeah, and you just really, get Clemson to win. Three units on it. You really threw a curveball over here with teasers in here. All right, well, let's, uh, let's uh, move on <laughs> to, to, to the real game everyone's We're looking forward to. We're playing teasers in 2021. <laughs> the the odds that this game will have not been played by the time this episode gets up is around 0%, but we're going to talk about it anyway. It is the Dukes-Mayo uh, Bowl. It is Wisconsin minus 9.5 versus Wake Forest. Uh, interesting fact about Dukes-Mayo, they were involved in a lawsuit recently because an employee, one of their executives, stole the recipe for the mayo and went to a competitor, allegedly. Uh, another fun fact about Duke Mayo, uh, the inventor was actually a woman named Eugenia Thomas Slade who married Harry Duke, when he was 18 and she was in her early 30s, get it, girl. Uh, in this uh, game, we got uh, Wake Forest is uh, Capper side. Wisconsin is Rain Man prop at peak. No, Coach, no, I've got, got Wake now. Not at nine and a half. I'm taking Wake. Okay, well then that's a uh, okay. So you're on Wake now, Coach. Do you have a lean? I, I'm going to wake Forest in this game. Uh, too many. Wisconsin just was unwatchable this year. Besides that, Illinois. Okay, prop, prop bet, why do you like uh, Wisconsin covering this many points? you think they can score 10 points, first of all? Uh, wake Forest has shown a horrible defense. I think Wisconsin will pound the rock. I mean, end of the day, Wisconsin had a horrible year, but all the hype they started the year with um, – they started with that hype for a reason, and, and those kids are still pretty good players. <laughs> that is the most lazy analysis <laughs> I've ever heard. Well, not let that go on ever. So they started the season with hype, and they look like shit, but they had hype for a reason. What the My, fuck are you talking about? You're asking me for insight on the Wisconsin-Wake Forest game when we're yeah, picking so 17 games? 
So give us insight. You don't know. You know what? I don't, don't fucking don't, know. That, I was constant with that insight, but that's still just say you feel it in your plums or something. On. Don't say that. I don't even know. I don't even the know Goodyear. anything. It's way too many points, but obviously take the under here. My uh, God. The Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. Uh, this one's actually decent. We got OU minus three and a half versus Florida. Uh, Goodyear is the 19th largest corporate air polluter in the United States. And also, of course, famous for the Ledbetter versus Goodyear time rubber landmark payment discrimination case. Uh, we have uh, Florida is uh, prop FP is on Florida. And then uh, Capper is on OU along with Rain Man. And uh, Coach, where are you leaning this way? Leaning OU. Leaning up, so we got three on the big. Tw- so this one is an interesting one. Uh, so, so I'm guessing the public money might, would be on Florida in this spot with the Big Twelve team getting so getting no. points or no, really? No, it's it, it's kind of wavering around uh, because people don't know in Florida if Trask or Pitts are even going to play. Yo, know, Pitt, Pitts is not playing. Pitts is not going to play. Is- Tony's not going to play. Uh, this is a, this is the first. The we're guy who to. threw the shoe is out too. Yeah, this is the oh, f- fuck. For, for a half or for the whole thing. No, he's thing. out for the whole game. They they're yeah. they're preparing for the draft down in in Gainesville. Rest this, your arm, buddy. Joe P. Joe P. <laughs> this is this is the first game of the who's motivated to play more of, of these games. I, I don't think Florida's all that motivated. I think OU's got yeah. an axe to grind against the SEC. LSU embarrassed them a year ago. Beyond embarrassed them. Um, I think they'll play uh, good football, and I, I think you take Trask's weapons away. That's going to be a, a that offense is going to struggle. It's going to look a lot different, similar to how they looked against LSU without Pitts. Now you take away more weapons. I think Florida's offense will struggle against that. As as my buddy Rayman is going to tell me, an improving OU defense. Uh, improving, very good OU defense now, and still my third best team in the country. So. Personal record book. Uh, I, I think the biggest the biggest thing about that game, uh, OU will, OU tends to go through complacent stretches with the offense, and I think Florida has a chance to put enough points to hang around if that happens. Which the Iowa State game, they almost blew it. It's right. a True. it's a super questionable offense without Tony and without Pitts, um, and OU Spencer Rattler really progressed all season long. That running attack Hell was really good seasons. at the end of the year. Um, and th- I think they'll be able to score plenty of points here to cover this three. I think that's a small, small number for a team of OU's caliber. All right. I think uh, I, I, this Boomer? is uh, honestly one of the best one of the best games on the slate. I can't wait for it. Uh, it'll probably. I think. Uh, it, it, I think OU might run away with it. Actually, I think they can. Run, I think it's clear that Florida can be scored on. Uh, let's go right to uh, Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Tulsa minus two and a half versus Mississippi State. Um, Lockheed Martin, of course, a perfectly run company with no bloods on its hand to speak of. Uh, we got uh, Tulsa is on Rain Man's on that side. Uh, Prop and Capper like Mississippi State. Coach, which way you lean here? I'm gonna lean Tulsa in this game. I, I kind of thought they played hard against Cincinnati, and I I, I like Tulsa. All right, I agree there. Uh, Capper and, and Mike Profit, Leach in bowl makes... games, one in nine in the last ten against the spread. Mike Leach in bowl games, take Tulsa. Really, yeah, he's miserable. never coached a bowl game in the SEC, and also <laughs> it means, he's it never. It, it means more in the SEC. He, it does. He's mean also more. Did you also he's never also had a winning never, record in the SEC. He's also never been more miserable coaching football than he has been this season. So take that into account. That's what true. an absolute clown. <laughs> so besides that capper what else do you like about mississippi state in this spot i love their defense yeah that's, that's yeah. pretty much all there is to it 
Yeah. It's, they it's, played well all to, year. Tulsa, Tulsa played well. You tip your cap. They played Cincinnati close. But um, Will Rogers, he's going to dot his receivers up. And uh, Zach Smith not going to get the job done. Tulsa's he, sneakily my favorite fucking college football team this year. They were, they were awesome like, for covering were, all year. Played, but They play teams tough. They got the, that offensive line, which is, bunch, which is a bunch of just short, fat dudes. And they make a big deal out of that every broadcast. Uh, they're just like a pretty solid team. I think uh, they were the, State, they yeah. were great. They were great being the darling dog all year. That was kind of covering, but now they've got the target on their back as a favorite, and I think they're going to fold to the pressure. So, so motivation game, SEC versus Group of Five team. Prop, Take the Group of Five team. Prop bet, Pete. Can we? Can you confirm or deny, or can we have the BYBW investigative team confirm or deny whether Will Rogers? is named after Will Rogers Downs, the horse track in Oklahoma, that at the beginning of COVID was one of the only ones racing. We're going to send the team right on that. They're still still investigating, of course, whether Bill Snyder is alive or not. But when we get to the bottom of that, this is the next – this is – it might not be at the top of the heap, but it's close to the top of the heap of the investigations we're going to have. Thank Uh, you. We got uh, let's move on right away to the offer pad, Arizona Bowl, San Jose – State minus nine and a half. Your national championship contending San Jose State minus nine and a half versus Ball State. Offer pad is a uh, VC backed company that allows homeowners to sell directly to buyers. I tried to look up something negative about the company, but their glass door reviews are honestly uh, pr- fairly positive. People seem to like working there. Um, we got uh, congrats. So I guess in, in this spot, we got two mid major darlings. Uh, San Jose, Capper and Prop Bet are on San Jose State. Rayman is on Ball State. Coach, which way? Which way do you lean here? I'm leaning San Jose State here. All right, so uh, San Jose State. You have to assume they're going to get rings if they win this one. Uh, Ball State really shit all over Buffalo's party in the MAC championship, and Rainman had them then, and he's going with them again here. Why do you like Ball State in this spot, Rayman? Yeah, I just think this line is uh, it artificially high because the public just realized that San Jose State is an undefeated team after beating Boise. Meanwhile, all Ball State did was handle business against Buffalo in that really good running attack. So I'm going to just take the points here. I think it'll be a close one. You you talk about motivation. Ball State won their big game. Nick Starkle is not asked my dude. Take San Jose State. Lay the nine and a half. Well said. Um, Uh, I just want to give a shout out to just how horrific these bowl games are. The fact that none of these group of five teams could play against real power five opponents that were at the top of their conferences undefeated going into bowl season or with one blemish on their record. BYU has to play a group of five team. Coastal Carolina has to play a group of five team. San Jose State has to play a group of five team. Disgraceful. Sickening. A pox pox on your house. Uh, Appalled. Appalled. Let him eat uh, at the big boy table. Hey, well said. Uh, let's see. Uh, we got next the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Uh, last year, AutoZone entered into a uh, eleven million dollars settlement against them by the levied by the state of California to resolve allegations that the company violated state laws governing hazardous waste, hazardous materials, and confidential consumer information. You call it pollution. I call it liberty. Uh, which is so a perfect a perfect spot for this bull. Uh, uh, Capper and prop bet like Army in this spot. It is West Virginia minus seven against Army. Uh, Rayman likes West Virginia. Coach, which side are you on? Give me the team with the option offense. Teams always struggle. I'll take Army. All right. So uh, everyone's on Army except for you, uh, 
Rain Man, you like West Virginia, and they're pretty stellar defense this year. I'm guessing that yeah, has something to do with that's it. That's exactly why. Yeah, I'm taking their defense. I do think that they'll have enough time to get ready for the Army option, if they so choose. A bit of a scramble to get this one done. I don't know. I just got a hunch in West Virginia. Are you saying they don't play now, defense in Mama. Annapolis? Annapolis? It's West Point, brother. Oh, that's Edit bad. That out. Yeah, that's a Edit bad. That's a bad luck. Let's move on. Uh, I, I guarantee West Virginia is not. The United States West Army. Virginia is not. Are you saying they don't cut blocks? Coach, but, the, but they also play defense in Annapolis. I will say that. Hey, hey Capper, where is West Point? Um, it's in Virginia. <laughs> oh God! Oh, no. no, it's in Maryland. It's in Maryland, isn't it? So. Annapolis oh, no, is. <laughs> Isn't it in New York, One right? Guess. I think, yeah, I think Capper, it's I in New York. if, uh, if, yeah, if it's you, like an hour you half finish last of the Pepper Challenge, I have a decent idea of what your <laughs> trivia topic is going to be. Um, I believe, I believe <laughs> Capper owes a statement to America after some of these. Yeah, I'll be giving, yeah, yeah, I'll be giving yeah, we'll penance. Be I'll be giving penance episode. later for how much I've disgraced this country. Where do you think the space, where do you think the space force is? God, Are you I saying they play football in space? Good question. That's uh, we don't. That's a fucking disgraceful showing on this podcast. Just, just edit that all out. That. Edit it all out. <laughs> no, that's that's staying in there, brother. Uh, we got. Uh, let's move on to the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. <laughs> Yo, man, Maryland, good. Uh, I almost looked Peach it up. Bowl. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> At least I'm not a coward. Uh, Georgia minus seven versus Cincinnati. Uh, Chick Fil A. Football institutionalized homophobia. Name a more iconic trio. Uh, everybody, all <laughs> no, uh, they gave got, it up. Uh, they they're no Capper. longer homophobic. Raymond Capper. Well, people don't forget. Uh, they gave it up. Capper. Proud, proud of them for that. Are uh, on uh, they like ev- so? This is one agreement where you three all like Cincinnati. Coach, do you like Cincinnati as well? Or are you on Georgia here? I am a conformist. I'm on Cincinnati. All right, everyone likes Cincinnati here. That's not that exciting. So it's obvious, everyone. This it's just a letdown spot for Georgia, right? I don't think it's no, a no, 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 no. I just think I'm, Cincinnati's well, playing just for like, national they championship. They don't get. They don't care. It, there's a non-motivation. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Look what about. Texas uh, last last year. I'm changing the narrative. The only way Cincinnati doesn't win this game outright is that they came into the game and didn't give a shit about it. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I agree. So it seems that's everyone just likes uh, Cincinnati. All right, so Cincinnati, everyone likes the points here. Uh, let's just move Greg on. Greg McCall, here. lead him, lead him to the promised land. Uh, <laughs> the we got the camping world. We got <laughs> the camping name. world bowl. Uh, Northwestern uh, versus Auburn, who is favored by minus three. Uh, camping world, of course, owned by Marcus Lemonis, host of the CNBC show The Profit, where several small businesses. Uh, have uh, claims that he have accused him of predatory practices on the show that, that aren't fully aired. Uh, we have a total here of uh, 43 and a half, which I know, Coach, uh, just, you know, this is your game. This is where you shine. Take it away. Well, I would tell you this. This is the number one rule of, of betting on college football. This is the NFL over-under spot of 43 and a half. Um, this is Bo Nix against Northwestern. Uh, this is one of the easiest under spots you're going to see in a bowl season. But what I'm most excited for, this actually a rematch of the, uh, I think it was the 2009 Outback Bowl, which was an absolute classic Mike Kafka playing quarterback for Northwestern in that game. Um, but 
What I'm most excited for is the awkward interview with the incoming head coach that happens in about like the second or third quarter where the incoming head coach <laughs> is sort of doing this awkward thing about how excited he is to get to work and talk about all these great assistants that he's about to fire in like, you know, one one day after the bowl game. <laughs> yeah. This it's a great moment we can all look forward to. I know uh Rain Man and Prop at Pete Lake Auburn, uh Caffer, you're on Northwestern. I'm also good. Um, I'm, I'm on if, Northwestern as well. Yeah. If you if you had to pick one coach in the country that cares more about meaningless bowl games than Pat Fitzgerald, who would you go with? Because I got nobody on top of my list. Tom Herman. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> They're struggling right now. Um, I think I think that guy gets his team up to play in this game against. Um, who are they playing? They don't even have a coach. All right, Capper, you're on timeout for the rest of this pick. Great man. They don't even have a coach. PTI silence him or whatever it is. Around the horn. Uh, I just think I'll take the number three and a half with Auburn. I think it'll be a close game, probably within a field goal either way. Northwestern's defense is the best unit on the field, but their offense is worse than Auburn's offense. So we'll see what happens. Pat Fitzgerald has a three-game win streak in bowl games. Won the pinstripe, won the Music City, won the Holiday Bowl. He's going all around the country winning bowl games. Hey, who'd he play? He played Utah last year. He played for, was it Utah last year? I forget who actually, No, it wasn't Utah. last year. Texas, Texas, wasn't last Texas year. played Utah last year. It, maybe he's it was Utah two years ago. He's beaten Pittsburgh, he's beaten Kentucky, and he's beaten the Utes. There you go. Let's yeah. – uh, Move it on to the uh, Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Uh, Tax Slayer, of course, the company that is uh, perpetuating the myth making uh, our taxes almost impossible to file by uh, not uh, just being a pre- just like TurboTax. All those companies are trash. Um, and in this game, we got uh, Kentucky. My sponsor, two- clearly. Jeez. Hey, fuck them. Uh, we have something much better than Tax Slayer in this spot. We have in the Tax Slayer Bowl, Kentucky is favored by two and a half over uh, NC State. And we have a Parva Colas pick, our King of the Hill. He's won two games in a row after we had seven unsuccessful King Kings of the Hill. They said it could not be done. So without further ado, uh, t- take it away, Parv. Some of you might be turned off by Kentucky's mediocre record, their SEC worst offense, and a passing attack that averages a measly 125 yards per game. But give me Kentucky. Let's take a look at that 4-6 record. Since Kentucky's basketball team is 1-6 so far this year, but is the winningest team in college basketball history, it only follows that their 4-6 football team has to be four times as good. <laughs> That is terrifying. <laughs> All SEC running back Chris Rodriguez Jr. has been in, on an unstoppable tear for Kentucky, averaging 132 yards over his last three games, including an impressive performance against the number one Georgia Bulldogs rushing defense. Expect C-Rod and the impressive Wildcats O-line to roll over the Wolfpack's middling rushing defense. To down NC State no. by touchdown. Oh, no. <laughs> well, there you have it. Uh, 
Parv going with uh, the basketball school approach, which makes no fucking <laughs> sense. But you know what? The guy's already made picks, so you, you got to respect it. But all I can think about when I watch this Kentucky team is that they fucking suck. Capper, <laughs> you started the season talking about Big Blue Nation. I know you're on Kentucky in this spot. They thought they thought they were going 11-1 and one this year. Um, with 10-1 uh, this two. year with their schedule. Um, but you're sticking with them. Coach, who do you like in this spot? NC State. NC State. So the other three aren't NC State. Tell me why you like uh, what, what's been a pretty putrid Kentucky team this year. They beat South Carolina by 23. Putrid. <laughs> South Carolina is putrid. <laughs> yeah, that's your only data point? Okay, so it looks they like. They beat Vandy like by State. three. I, putrid? I like, I, like, I like NC State because I watched that game against Liberty who has that you know terrific running quarterback running offense. And uh, I saw NC State punk Liberty, and Kentucky can't throw the ball. They can run it, and so NC State's going to do the same thing. No real good reason. Lo- that's the reason. Love the analysis that's from a, Pop. That's a good reason. I think NC State's a better team. Uh, they're 8-3, and three, had a really good season, better season than Kentucky. I don't know why they're getting points here. The line kind of stinks. It seems like just SEC like an SEC bias. thing. Yeah, yeah but I would take NC a, State outright. Isn't it an atrocity that you have to pay for those tax companies to do your taxes for you, even though they just <laughs> auto-populate the boxes? Yeah, it's fucked up. This fucking fuck you, tax lair. Thanks and for like, the bull. Jesus. <laughs> I, uh, Wait, is it, is let's it, move on. Is it still the tax? Is it the Gator Bowl? It's still the tax lair Gator Bowl? Yeah, tax lair Gator Bowl. I, I was at Rich Rodriguez's last game as the University of Michigan's head football coach at the tax lair Gator Bowl. Why, uh, but why guys. was it his last game? Oh, <laughs> uh, that was a disaster of a program. Was it his One last? Word. Actually, I could be wrong about One that. One word answer. Well, uh, look, look, I'm not going to fact check you. Uh, let's go to the Outback Bowl. Uh, no, I, I've confirmed I'm correct there. Outback Bowl, we got the stinkiest line of the bowl season by my estimation. Uh, it is uh, Indiana mi- eight, minus 8.5 versus Ole Miss. Uh, everybody's riding with Joey Freshwater on this pod, who sounds very much like someone that would frequent an Outback Steakhouse. Um, all three of you like Ole Miss. Coach, are you on uh, Indiana or Ole Miss in this spot? Ole Miss, Lane Train. So all four of you like Ole Miss. The one thing I will say is Indiana has been that team that I've seen spreads all year where I wanted to bet against them and it has bit me in the ass so many times. So well, my question, I guess, would be why is the spread eight and a half, do you think? Well, Ole probably because there's the other coach that probably cares about bowl games more than Pat Fitzgerald is Tom Allen. Well, Indiana loves each other. When that when you love each other, that that's worth about five five to six points on the spread. So, it's probably a two point spread with Leo. It's probably an eight point spread. That that, that explains it. <laughs> the Leo the Leo ranking off the charts uh, for Indiana, of course. But no, I just think they play they play hard and they're pretty good. And the fact that the spread is still this big while they're playing with their backup makes me think like, does someone know well, something? Well, he was here? good. He was good. The backup is solid. I don't even know. He's, his name fi- he's yeah, fine, yeah, he's but Ole Miss's offense is just Ole Miss's offense is just so good that I just can't imagine Indiana with the backup is going to score like forty points. If they do, then I'll tip my cap. No, this, right. the total indicates they need about thirty. Fair enough. I uh, let's see. We're moving on. Uh, Definitely do next. PlayStation uh, Fiesta Bowl. We got Iowa State minus four versus Oregon. Uh, PlayStation's pretty sick. I when I think about uh, 
when I think about this game, I get nothing, nothing but good, good thoughts to the good people of PlayStation. When I think about this game, please, please sponsor us. Please send us PlayStations. Uh, when I think about this game, the one quote that comes to mind is what Brees Hall said against uh, the after the Texas game, which is that Iowa State has five star culture versus five star talent. This feels like a spot where Iowa State would love to fucking beat the Nike out of the these Oregon uniforms. Uh, but I guess we have Rayman and Prep at like Oregon in this spot. Capper likes Iowa State. Rayman, Capper likes Iowa State. Coach, who are you on? What's the line here again? It is minus four, four for Iowa State. I hate to do it because I respect Matt Campbell so much, but I, I'm taking Oregon. I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. I think USC is still having nightmares about Thibodeau rushing the quarterback. Oh goodness! And yep, he'll that be guy, the best player. That guy, in the that's exactly where I was going to. I, He's a monster. I think I think he'll be the best player on the field. Oklahoma beat the crap out of the quarterback there. At, at How Iowa do you State. equalize a great pass rusher though? I don't know. I think, I, I gotta how do you do Oregon. it, Coach? You run the rock. You uh, pound you the football the with the best running back in the country. But he's not the best running back. You don't even mean that, Capper. Second best? <laughs> Should have been invited to New York City. On behalf of on behalf of terrible for the virtual NFL Heisman teams, presentation. I'm prepared. I'm prepared to launch the thank for Thibodeau 2021 uh, trolley. Where he is worth. He is. He's gonna. He's a franchise. Cha- he is a talent. That guy is fucking bonkers good. I but I my spot in here. What? I like 22. No. Thibodeau is like what Clowney was supposed to be. In the- like Huck Games for Howl. I don't know. We need a new hashtag. Huck for Howl. Huck. <laughs> I like thank for Thibodeau. Thank you. Uh, but we like, uh, I, I think Iowa State, they're just well coached, man. And like my, I just think that they could, I think I could see them win this game by two touchdowns. Oregon, like they, I, they've just like looked like they should play. They just look like they should be better than they are. They're just not that fucking good. Very weird year in the pack, though, especially if you're for the Pacific Northwest teams that couldn't practice until, like, October. So just, I'll, I'll just remember, pass for the slow start. Oregon wasn't even supposed to be in the game, and they're the Pac-12 champs. It's a weird year. Just, but which, they are uh, the best team in the Pac-12. Yeah. So whether or not they couldn't get there because they only played five games or whatever. They a lost little, to Cal. A little worried which, about the quarterback um, play early. from Oregon, though. That Oregon quarterback. <laughs> it wasn't early. Has. It was the week before the championship. <laughs> early, dude. Which Early. of these? Which of these? I, my my question on this one comes down to which of these coaches will be more distracted by um, interviewing at Texas for the head coaching job? <laughs> Neither, because they're still getting Urban. I thought. Yeah, well, I thought so. they're still getting Urban. Has the news changed uh, there, Capper? You know what? My sources on the ground, with their ears on the ground, they tell me Urban's going to the NFL. Goodness, are your to the sources, Lions? Which are you? <laughs> Well, then I think Mario Cristobal is probably more distracting because Matt Campbell's not taking the Texas job. Why does well everyone want to hire Mario Cristobal? What the fuck is he's this a good guy recruiter. done as a head coach that everyone's... Yeah, he's recruiting SEC talent up to Oregon. It's amazing. But he also he also didn't win shit with Justin Herbert. That's a bad look, too. I, uh, that is a bad look. It, it looks real bad now. Now let's get to... We got... Uh, the Capital One Orange Bowl, Texas A&M my, minus seven and a half versus UNC. Uh, the what's in your wallet commercials for my money? Just the worst fucking things to ever exist. Uh, I, the get Jennifer Garner one's very bad, too. Uh, but 
UNC down their top wide receiver and their top two running backs against Texas A&M. And Rain Man, Propet, and Capper all like UNC in this spot. Uh, Coach, are you with the crew or are you on uh, the Aggies? I'm going to lone wolf this one. I'm on the Aggies. Uh, Jimbo oh, Fisher. Oh, boy. Why do you like A&M in this spot? Jimbo Fisher, coach team. Um, he's going to, you know. In a less than huge spot. Uh, I... I have not been impressed by UNC's defense. I, I have not been impressed by UNC's defense. You got these guys that are out. Um, I think they're, you know, it's a pretty easy motivator for Jimbo to get the boys ready to play. Um, I, I think they show up. I think they win. And then I think, you know, what I'm hearing from my sources is that Jimbo is under investigation by the NCAA for some out some incidences at incidents at Florida State going back to the James Winston era. Uh, I have is heard that... from from some sources that I know <laughs> pretty well that uh, we could have some serious action that will date back to Jimbo Jimbo's tenure at Florida State. That's what I'm hearing. I don't know if it's true. I you know we don't vouch for the truth. That's a huge. That's a huge BYBW scoop. scoop? And, and, and coach, 20-plus years in the game, there's no questioning this man's sources and credentials. And obviously I can't reveal those sources, but I, I've heard from several people. I would never I, ask you to. They are, they are all over Florida State right now, back to the, gym, back to the James Winston years. Uh, wow, goodness. Huge if well, true. Well, I will ask, so this is, it sounds like the people taking UNC in the points, uh, you're betting on Sam Howell, which, which isn't a terrible bet, but what, uh, but losing those weapons are, is pretty tough. Next man up. Yeah, yeah. they're losing skill position players. It's a lot of points. Aggie's going to have people out too. They have, they have people all over the first and second and third round in the NFL draft. They'll be opting out in due time. I, um, I, I don't. I will. I, I wish we had an intern that I could look back and look to see how the fifth place teams have done um, faring in bowl games that aren't in the playoffs once they miss out on that the first team out basically. Um, because I can imagine it's very poor, and I think A and M will continue that trend this year. Um, UNC is the better football team on paper. I know they're going to be missing some guys, um, but it's a Mac Brown coach team in a huge spot. So. Just remember, if A&M was worth a shit, they would have put him in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, they're not that great. They're not that great. UNC's got the third best offense in the country. So, When healthy, at least, or full strength. Uh, I mean, just seven and a half is a, is a ton here. I do think that the UNC players opted out early, which is why you have this line. I'd go ahead and grab it now before the Aggie news starts rolling in. I, I like it's hard for me to bet against uh, big-time Colts. Jimbo? Colt school in this spot, and A and M is quite the Colt school. They're gonna. I think A and M when they win this game, no shot. They're no shot. They don't get the OAN and uh, national championship spot. The yell leaders will be yelling. Unclaimed Natty. They'll have to do some stadium renovations for that bad guy. That banner <laughs> will look so nice next to the thir- 1939 trophy. <laughs> Let Let's recap what was a great Liberty game, though. What a, What a game that was. Obviously, uh, in classic. Balls. In classic college football form, running back, instead of going down as he's instructed, decides to run right into the line and fumble the football, leading to overtime, which of course ends on a blocked field goal because hashtag college kickers. What a uh, game. Coach, when I, 
when I saw that when I saw that running back fumble inside the five yard line, I was thinking about you because I was like, I'm not. I'm worried he might have had an aneurysm. <laughs> I almost, I almost did. I will say that much. It was, uh, it was tough to watch. I mean, just go down, <laughs> just go down. Uh, great, grateful you're still with us. And let me just be the only person on the podcast to say uh, Happy New Year. I already did it last one, buddy. Damn it. <laughs>